Come on. Welcome to Life Club. This is George G, and the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, the strong and powerful Chris Craddock. Chris, are you ready to do this? Let's do it, brother. Come on. Let's go. Chris is the founder and CEO of the Redux Group. He's a nationally certified life coach with a doctorate in leadership. He's the host of the Uncommon Real Estate Podcast, and he is the driving force behind REI Revive. Chris, excited to have you on. Tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Yeah, you know, I uh, I graduated college in 2000, so going way back, and uh, went on staff to an organization called Young Life. Loved it. Um, but uh, couldn't really make ends meet in the DC area. I'm making twenty twenty five thousand dollars a year as we started having a family, and so I started flipping houses as well to just make ends meet. You know, made twelve times what I made in a year in about four months, and allowed me to continue doing ministry for many years. And as I had more kids, I've got six kids now, which. Yeah, it took a while to figure out what caused it. Now that I know, I can stop that. Um, but uh, uh, but with that said, uh, yeah, you know, I, I had to do something to essentially survive here in this area. And so I started flipping houses again. Um, I, in ministry, I'd always led large teams. I'd gone back to school. I got a, a theology degree, and then I got a doctorate in leadership um, and just always led large teams. Read Gary Keller's book, The Millionaire Real Estate Agent, and um what I loved about it is that there was a color by numbers path to um, to making a million dollars a year and doing that in a way that Zig Ziglar um, talks about, right? That you can have everything you want in life if you help enough other people get what they want in life. And um, so it wasn't winning through other people, it's winning with others. And uh, I, I love that. You know, I'm a I'm a massive extrovert and I, I would rather make a little bit of less money and do it with a bunch of people I love than make more money and, you know, do it by myself. So, um, so yeah, we started building a team and the team started growing really fast. And then we started looking at a lot of other verticals within the um, sector we're in, you know, everything from insurance to construction, to title, to lending, to hard money lending, to uh, flipping and wholesaling and buying property portfolios and, I mean, I, the list goes on and on. Um, coaching and, um, you know, as a real estate agent, I'm part of EXP, which, you know, uh, incentivizes you to bring in other real estate agents and kind of coach them. So anyway, that's my story in about five minutes. So sorry, I went too long. <laughs> Not at all. I think that that's really well done. So six kids, we're, we're, we're roughly the same age, Chris, and I've got two kids. So I'm, there's a whole podcast, probably a whole series of podcasts on that, but that's, 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 that's for another day. So where, where do you want to focus today? I, I mean, I've got a million questions. I'm curious how you prioritize your time. I'm, I'm curious. I'm curious how it is that, that, that you're able to scale all that. Um, I'm, I'm also fascinated like you, the whole color by numbers thing, because I want to be successful. I find that people want to be successful, but they don't know how. Right. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, that's one of the big things is, um, you know, if you, if you're a business owner or business leader or ever want to become one, um, one of the books I think everybody needs to read is called the e-myth. Um, so many people have talked about it in the, um, in the past, lots of entrepreneurs talk about it, but that's one of the big things is that you get into something like, like, let's just call it real estate, right. Which I got into. And, 
you can make a lot of money and everybody thinks you're going to build a, a business, but really what you're doing is just building a high paying job for yourself. Mm-hmm. And um, Robert Kiyosaki talks about that in the four quad, like the, you know, the cash flow quadrants, right? Where you realize that no matter what you do, or even flipping, people think that's that's real estate investing. Well, it is kind of investing, but it's it's no more investing than investing your time and being a real estate agent or investing your time in your nine to five or investing your time in something else, unless you build it to a place where you are not involved, right? So I've got one of my really close friends that I've um, in a mastermind in, and he built a real estate team, which you don't see much of this where he made he made about a million dollars a year when he worked 16 hours that year in that business, right? And so that's a real business, right? Um, otherwise, you're looking at a job where you are trading time for dollars, right? Even if you're the business leader, if you are required, if you disappear for two months and the business kind of starts falling apart, then you have a job, you don't have a business. And so that's that whole idea is build your business so that you are not required. And then... Um, if you're like me and I, I enjoy working, I enjoy the, the thought process of it. Um, what you add to your business just adds superpowers, super fuel to it um, and just helps it grow even more. But um, it, it needs to be something that if you disappear, your income doesn't disappear or you've just got a job. Right. And so that's that's kind of my thought behind that. Yeah. Well, I appreciate that. So you um, obviously have a passion for uh, for the ministry. Um, it's got a passion for leadership and developing teams. Could what you have done, could it have been in anything? Could it have been, you mentioned construction and insurance. This is all transferable. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it, it literally could be anything. I think, I think running a business is the same thing. It's all about leads and leverage, right? You bring in, um, so it starts with activity and skill, right? That's, that's how you earn the right um, you have to bring in money, right? So activity, doing enough, talking to enough people and getting good at what you're saying when you talk to them, right? And that comes from just, just doing the reps, right? And then you bring in money. Once you, once you make money, then you need to figure out how to create leads, right? How, does, how do leads come in without you making the phone calls, right? So your marketing, your, your sales team, all that other stuff, your mar- like all of that has to happen to bring in leads and then leverage. How can you get your business to run without you running it, right? So it starts with activity and skill. And then once you've earned the right and you earn the right, like everybody says, well, how do you earn the right? Well, you earn the right when you prove that you're good enough that the market's going to pay you money to do what you do, right? And so once you have money, your business earns the right to build out its org chart. And then when you build out your org chart, that's when you replace all the things that you're doing with other people that can do what you're doing. And um, and I'll tell you, like I'm a massively good closer, right? Like I, I'm, I'm a great sales guy, but I'll tell you one good sales guy or five sales guys that can do 80% of what I can do are going to outperform me all day long. But then the, here's the crazy thing. What I found is um, a lot of the salespeople that, that we brought in, they weren't as good at me as, as I am at first. But what I found was my time was being pulled in so many different directions. And so they were able to follow up on leads in a way that I was never able to follow up. And so their closing percentage ended up being better than my closing percentage because they were able to follow up and really build that out. So anyway, that was uh, that was one of the massive revelations for me when I realized that, um, yeah, that that was 
that that was the case. And, and you also kind of stop believing that, that you have to be the one driving everything. So. Yeah, that's a, that, that, that's a really important thing is, is, do you find that, that as you're looking at people that are trying to do what you've done, where, where how, how, how are they getting in their own way? Oof. Um, yeah. How are they getting in their own way? Um, they just, one, they either jump out of the business too fast and just hand people and say, mm. here's my big pile of mess. You take it, um, without any plan or without any way to help them. Mm. Um, and then they're in over their heads and then they drop the ball or they micromanage and stay too far in the weeds. And basically, um, Jim Collins calls it the genius with a thousand helpers decides that you're going to be the person that, uh, that does everything, tells everybody what to do in the mix. And then, you know, one, nobody enjoys that. And then two, it's, yeah, it's just not, not where people want to be. So. Yeah. appreciate that. So is, is there a certain amount of revenue that's, that's, that, that, that was coming in when you said, okay, now it's time for me to build this out. How, how do I know it's time? Yeah. Um, how do you know it's time to build out? Um, well, I, I guess here's, here's how, you, how we look at it, right? Is if you make, let's just say 100,000 a year, because that's an easy number sure. to break down. Um, if you make $100,000 a year, that means your time is worth $50 an hour, right? And so one of the things I learned from Mike Michalowicz in his book, Clockwork, um, which he was the one that wrote Profit First, um, it, one of the things he talks about is the fact that, um, you need to do basically a time audit and it's the easiest thing in the world to do. It's, it's simple, not easy. Let me rephrase that. Um, you go buy a sticky notepad, right? And on your sticky notepad, everything you do for two weeks, you just write it down, return phone calls, return emails, like all those things. And then you just pop it in the wall of your office, pop it on the wall, pop it on the wall. And then after two weeks, you kind of categorize those things. What are the things that are below your pay grade? If you make $100 an hour or $100,000 a, $100, a year, you're making $50 an hour. What are the things that are below $50 an hour? You put them in a side category and then you hire somebody to do that. You keep doing the other things. And then those things you're doing, I guarantee you, if they're above $50 an hour, an hour, your income goes from 100,000 a year to 200,000 a year, 300,000 a year. And then um, after a few months, then you do that again, because now all of a sudden you're making $200,000 a year. And so you now your time is worth $100 an hour. So now you're looking to hire anybody that is, is going to do these jobs that are less than $100 an hour. And that's part of your leveling up so that you're getting the things off your plate that are not in your genius zone, the things that are the highest income producing activity for you. Does that make sense? It does. It makes, it makes a ton of sense. It definitely answers my question. And it, you are helping, uh, you're, you're helping a lot of the time uh, people make careers in, in real estate. And so I imagine it's not dissimilar to somebody who's starting a, a financial planning practice or, or, or an accounting practice or a law firm. It's, it's, it's like professional services. So um, there probably a lot of people who are listening are getting hung up on these parts of just sort of having the same year over and over again. Right. Well, yeah, I mean, absolutely. If you do the same thing you've always done, you'll get the same results you're always, you've always got. So if you're in, let's say financial services, like, like whatever, you're, you're working with folks that are, um, 
your you know retirement plan, investing, all, all the other stuff. You need to have more people coming in. So you need to figure out how can you get more people coming in? You need to be better at closing, right? And then once you're better at closing, you can do more marketing. You can you can hire more people to bring more people to the plate, which then you can get more people to, to be talking to those folks to close them, right? Other people that are working for you that'll close, you know, maybe maybe lower dollar accounts and then you shift to higher dollar accounts, right? And then you just you start building out your team like that, right? And and that's that whole idea, right? So I remember for me, even though I love working with buyers, that was one of the massive changes for me is um if if I'm working with a a person selling a house, right? So now I now I my time moved to kind of coaching my agents who are then working with the clients. Right. But when I, when I first made that shift, I was like, no, 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 I can't like all these buyers are people that are personal friends of mine. I can't do that. But a buyer took somewhere around like 12 to 16 hours, whereas a listing took three to four hours to do. Um, And so I'm like, oh man, if, if I gave, if I had somebody on my team showing houses, opening houses, all of a sudden I have, I can pay them and buy back 12 hours of my life, you know? And if I do that with four people a month, that's 40 hours of my life. And then what can I do with those 40 hours? I can spend some time building into those people that are my friends so that they don't feel abandoned. And then I spend other times building out and growing this machine that that can grow so that I can get things in place that are now producing what I used to have to produce. I love it. So much of it comes down to just knowing the value of your time and and understanding the numbers. How much time do you spend planning? Do you have like calendared monthly planning, quarterly planning, stuff like that? Yeah, um, I, I do. And, and man, I'll, I'll tell you, it's if I want to be totally, you know, everybody loves to tell their their highlights, but they don't they don't really sure. get real. But I'm going to get real. Like we, I do two to three times a year, and I need to be doing it minimum. Quarterly, we do have a. Uh, um, if, if you've ever read uh, U.S. Traction, which I think is a great book, um, Gino Wickman talks about you know building out like your level ten meeting. Which um, I'll tell you, there's a ten minute um, YouTube video on an LT L ten. Uh, what level ten meeting? Um, there's a there's a great ten minute YouTube video on it. And it is incredible. Um, And so we do do that every Thursday and check on our quarterly goals and stuff like that. But um, we need to be spending more time um, every single quarter building out the quarterly goals rather than just kind of yearly by yearly stuff. So um, we do it, but uh, and we do it a lot more than we originally used to, but it's not enough and definitely not enough. Always opportunities to be getting better. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's funny because you hear all these, you know, I I get the opportunity to speak a lot. I get the opportunity to, you know, and so like, like I'll, I'll be somewhere with a bunch of friends and you'll hear people on stage and even myself included and everybody's sharing the things that are going great. But then, you know, you'll go have dinner with all the other speakers afterwards and, and then you you hear like you know you open up the hood of the Ferrari and you realize lots of parts are rusted out right like it's not it's not as pretty as it sounds from stage there's lots of parts that are are need to be put in and so I don't know that's where I've just tried to be a little bit more real on on stuff that yeah a lot of things are going really really well I mean I I couldn't even you know just seeing where we are like from where we started it's just it's just incredible it's a dream. Um, but the reality is there are still so many broken parts and so many pieces that that aren't where we need to be. 
Yeah. Well, I appreciate, I appreciate the honesty and, you know, Chris, if everything was just going perfect and, and it was just all ideal, then it wouldn't be real after all. So we're always needing to get better and, and, and improve. So appreciate you sharing that. Well, Chris, the people are ready for that difference making tip. What do you have for them? Oh man. I'll tell you every, every day your business will grow to the extent, your business and your life will grow to the extent that you grow. So if you are not, um, if you are not spending time investing in yourself, um, activity and skill, that is it right there. I mean, you know, you've got to be spending, I say a minimum of a half hour a day in personal development outside of team meetings, outside of all the other stuff. Um, you know, I'm usually listening to audible or podcast and, I usually do about an hour a day. And so I would say um, minimum half hour a day, but um, I think an hour a day will really be rocket fuel to your life um, because you can choose your profits. You can choose your mentors in this world. I've, I've never met a lot of the people that are, are the biggest mentors in my life. Um, and so, you know, you can think, oh man, I'm just going to work hard. I'm just going to whatever. But I mean, that's just, that's foolishness. Wisdom is found in, um, in learning from other people and learning from people that are better than you are. And so why wouldn't you spend half an hour to an hour remolding your mind to think the way that these people are thinking? Well, I think that that is great stuff that definitely gets, come on, Chris, thank you so much for coming on. Where can people learn more about you? How can they engage with you? Yeah. So if you are a real estate agent or are thinking about becoming one, um, obviously that the average podcast listener listens to seven podcasts. I would love to be one of the other seven. Keep listening to this. Um, I've got a podcast called The Un Uncommon Real Estate, and that's for real estate agents that also want to become investors. Second, I've got a uh, uh, Instagram channel uh, or Instagram page, and I will reply to any messages, although I'm about uh, 15 messages behind. I need to catch up. Um, but I'll reply to any messages that anybody sends. People were so generous with their time with me when I was um, really working to level up. And so anybody that is interested in, in any of the stuff that I'm talking about at Cradrock, C-R-A-D-D-R-O-C-K. If you're interested in becoming a real estate agent or even joining our tribe as a real estate agent, um, just our, our organization, you know, not our team or anything else, but just our tribe, just reach out to me. And uh, yeah, those are some of the easy things. ChrisCraddock.com is my webpage and Chris Craddock official TikTok. So yeah, would love to uh, help any way I can. Love it. If you enjoyed this much as I did, show Chris your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas. Go to chriscraddock.com. Uh, listen to the Uncommon Real Estate Podcast, wherever you enjoy your podcast. Follow them on Instagram and connect with them there. And I'll list all those in the notes of the show. Thanks again, Chris. Boom. Thanks so much. And until next time, keep fighting the good fights. We are all in this together.